0: Hello, everyone. Today, I'm here with Joel Larson. Um, you, you are two times Pro Tour champion. I'm not sure if the second one counts completely because it's like the Player Store. Either way, you know, you, you won two times, Uh, you have one more uh prototope, I think you lost in finals and you have eight GP toppates with one win. Uh, and we also used to be a teammate, a teammate so I'm glad I can talk yeah. to you today, how it's going? I'm all good
1: I'm all good. It's really hot in Sweden right now, so I'm like sweating in my apartment, but I'll, I mean, I can't complain though. Yeah, yeah it's hot I'm here as here. hell
0: as well. You're like norther than us by a lot, right? Yeah so it's it, like
1: 30 degrees right now Uh
0: huh. yeah yeah that's it's,
1: it's it's so it's it's pretty hot yeah <laughs> it's and my i don't i don't think my apartment is very well isolated either so it gets really hot
0: <laughs> i see i see i asked you on uh on on facebook what you're what you're what you're doing and you actually mentioned that you like to make ice cream so i assume that comes in pretty handy if it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's tough. Like uh, the thing is, I got like this uh, ice cream machine from my girlfriend and her her mother when I graduated, and uh, uh, I've been starting to make like artisan ice cream since. Like I think it's fun to cook and stuff, so it's kind of been a challenge. And I've been like looking up all these like masters in making ice cream and like talking with some of them in Stockholm and shit like that. So I've been going pretty deep on that but uh so i, I found it to be really fun but you uh, can't eat ice cream otherwise you're gonna become better fats <laughs> <laughs> so, so how, how does it I actually how,
0: how does it actually break you just take like fruits and stuff and you put it into the machine and it just makes it
1: uh well it's the way i do it it's it's pretty like technical in a way like you have like you go with uh there's like different batches. You can do like the brown one, which is like with chocolate, or you can do like vanilla or with eggs. And you have to temperature those at a like perfect amount for the blah, blah, blah to coagulate and stuff like that. And then you add it to the batch and you like freeze for six hours down to like certain temperature. It's very like chemical, you know, because you need everything to like breathe correctly and you need the blah, blah, blah to do their thing. So it's more like you assemble a bunch of batches, that so you have them overnight, and then you can put them in an ice machine or an ice cream machine. And that kind of spins around while it goes to a lower and lower temperature. Mm-hmm. And as it's doing that, it creates like ice crystals along the wall, which it scrapes off. That's how it works. So it like pops it up. It like waves air in it while creating ice crystals. So that's, yeah.
0: I see, I see. Works you you you, you mentioned more
1: complicated than I thought.
0: It no, it's fine it's fine. <laughs> I, I don't know anyone else who like makes his own ice cream so I was just I was just curious yeah. I don't know uh, you yeah, also I mentioned that, 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 much, that you oh, sorry right, right, right now
1: because we're both like trying to uh, work out a lot and train so I can't do it as much anymore trying to do it in specification. Sorry, go ahead.
0: are you working out a lot right now? you're just like going uh, to gym and stuff?
1: Uh, yeah, like every second day, me and my girlfriend try to go and work out. Uh, it's really hot at the gym right now, so we tried our outdoor gym, but it's kind of become shitty since last year because the, <laughs> all the things have started to break down. So we, I think we have to move back to the the indoor gym. But yeah, 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 we try we try to work out. Yeah.
0: I see. I see. You also mentioned that you graduated. I think it was like computer science or something. Is that is that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So. I did my first year in 2014, and uh, because I didn't really know what to do, but I had to do something that wasn't like a shit, shit job, and that was like during when I played like magic on the highest level, and then I won the, like in Vancouver 2015, so then I decided to play magic full time. So I did that like for a couple of years, and then I decided to go back uh, and finish my degree. So I did finish my degree between like 2018 and 2020 ish.
0: Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember us talking about it, and I didn't really believe you that you're going like, to finish your degree, but you did, so you know, congratulations uh, Yeah.
1: You. Uh, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy, uh, because I don't know if you remember, but back then, like I stopped trying to get to a certain level. So back in that previous system of, of the Protor, like your level degraded like every third month. Like it was consistent of a year back from the current time. Uh, was it? Was it? That. Was
0: it then already? I, like, yeah. I, thi- yeah. I think I think when think, uh, we when we talked about it for the first time, it was still the old system. But I'm not like hundred percent.
1: Yeah, it was the old system, but the, it's it, it was like.
0: I think you already started studying so, when they changed yeah. the system.
1: That that might be true, but I stopped trying to do stuff. So you know, I was platinum, and then I became gold, then I became silver, and you know, then you became nothing. And then this changed into the new system. So do you remember that they invited back players from to Brussels, like the Play Store? They They invited, yeah, they invited back players who were like silver or higher from the previous year because they didn't have enough attendees in the new system.
0: I don't remember that. So they
1: invited those players to the Play Store. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that either. And then Elias Watson told me, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll, (laughs) I guess I'll go. (laughs) So I was like 100% focused on studying then. So I sold like a, a vacation, mm-hmm. like Proto Bus Brussels, like okay, nice, I'll go there, play some magic, it's gonna be a nice nice time off. I'll test a little bit. And I ended up testing a lot more because I thought it was fun and then I won the play store. <laughs>
0: oh that that's so, what you're talking about. Okay, I see, yeah, I see, yeah, I yeah. see, I see, I see. So
1: So then somehow I got like back into Magic even though I really didn't plan to, because then Covid came, so they cut the the system, right? just added people into rivals yeah. and uh based on the current standings and since I won the first tournament, like I got into rivals, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really plan to. And I mean but it's been nice though. It's 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 good money. I mean you can't believe.
0: Really that's how it go usually goes. Go like when, go. when when someone who used to be really good just like decides to quit, they just like immediately, <laughs> immediately win yeah. like a tournament, just like, you know, you're not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> as you as you try to get out, uh, they drag you back
0: again. yeah they just like drag you back so you like you have to like kind of continue and then you just keep suffering yeah. because you just start losing again but you're just like forced <laughs> to keep doing it yeah uh, and then you like it's decide to quit, quit again and then you just like do well yeah. again it's just always how it goes yeah it's our, our can, you, can you move to the other side through. because like my yeah. my my face is on that side Okay, nice. Our
1: common friend uh, Struski does the same, right? He just yeah. tried to invoke it himself, tried to write it on Twitter. Okay, I've gotta quit though, so he can win something again.
0: <laughs> I'm not actually sure if he would have quit. He probably I, I think I think there were times where he was actually serious when he said Yeah, that. a lot of talk. A lot of talk. <laughs> sure. So one thing one one thing that I'm curious about is that you were kind of like a known face in magic because of your looks like you had this hair on the top you yeah. always wear, wore like a leather jacket i even think that if you went to like the wizard's page you were there with like your trophy yeah um but I, anytime i met meet someone from sweden they're always like really good looking like wearing like good clothes and stuff is that just like a thing in your country or like what is going on with that <laughs> well i i mean for me, I, I didn't really have the
1: same experience in Sweden, like you say. I mean, people are... I didn't meet that many people, really but the things. ones
0: that I met yeah. were like that. So. Yeah,
1: no, but you're right. I, I mean, it sounds weird to say it, but people in general in Sweden, both guys and girls, they like... they I, I think they value like having nice clothes and looking good and like taking care of themselves. That's just the culture. So for me, like I didn't feel like I was in a special where I was living, you know? And then when you come, when you came to like pro magic, <laughs> uh, it became like a big fish in a small pond. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, I mean, people where I come from, they, they care a lot more about what they look and when people from different cultures come together at like a nerdy event, mm-hmm. maybe that's not always the case, which is like totally fine. But I, I was kind of surprised at, at the beginning, like, uh, but it was fun. I mean, I, I, I don't hate it uh it was kind of a. I i think we wanted to make me a little bit of a poster boy at the time like you were saying yeah. so i think that was good for my career also of course
0: mm-hmm. so let's talk about your uh, magic career a little bit you eventually became two times broader champion but it wasn't always the case right like uh, did you have like harsh beginnings or how did you actually actually got there on the pro uh,
1: so i i started Playing like in eighth grade, if you go all the way from the beginning and then, you know, kitchen table magic, etc, etc. Then I went to a local game store and started playing, and that kind of became my second home because I loved, you know, I got really hooked on drafting and I did that a lot at my local game store. Probably spent all my money. I didn't really have money for anything else,
0: honestly. (laughs) I definitely been there myself, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, played a bunch and, you know, got to know friends through that. Most of them were older than me, so, and they were all very competitive, and if you wanted to be a part of that, like, hierarchy, you wanted to be competitive yourself, and I think I'm competitive by nature, so it kind of fit. and um, after I graduated the gymnasium, like, high school, or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. I had, like, a summer where I All I did was like party and get hungover and when I was hungover (laughs) I only drafted like that's that was like sounds like my life, like are you sure you're not talking (laughs) about myself? (laughs) I I mean that's how I was like an entire summer and uh, eventually like I graduated one pro tour from a PDQ in San Diego but Mm. I didn't do it that well like I wasn't uh, I don't think I was so mature, and I chose a really poor poor deck. Uh, what did you
0: play, do you remember?
1: I played Time Seed, <laughs> which can you oh, me play? Oh, that sounds very really bad. Playing, like, yeah, it was very bad. It was <laughs> actually horrendous. Uh, but then later, and I, I did the summer thing, right? And I drafted a bunch, and we went to GP Paris, a few of my friends. Mm-hmm. It was like the... The it was double the event? GP where there was a pro tour at the same time, it was like huge. And then I opened like a really good seal pool, and this was in scar Meridian Limited. Mm-hmm. And so I went 901 0 one day one, so it's 10 rounds. And then I went 4-2, and I, I think it came like 13 from tiebreakers, which I was really mad about because that was during the time where they cut all the tiebreakers from day two. If there was more than 5,000 people, do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I, 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 I kind of re- barely remember yeah. that, I think so, yeah.
1: The like old system made it so they couldn't like calculate pairings or like uh sorry tiebreak for more than two thousand people so they cut him so I had really bad tiebreaks for working for two. It was kind of weird. But it called me qualified me for Nagoya, which was the next pro tour. So I went there and I it was block constructed. And I think me and my pre we tested for so much. Like we were playing on like cockatrice or like MTG workstation like a few days a week, like a few hours we ended up playing this really nice homebrew, which I managed to get 10th with in Nagoya. What was the deck? And, uh, uh, it was like a Grixis control deck, where... So, like, the name of the game in that Lock Tournament was Temperacy Lagro. It was by far the best deck, and mm-hmm. it was really hard to beat it. But I think we managed to find a deck where, which was, like, really good against it, while also having, like, a pretty good proactive plan. It was, like, a feature like Tesserit, the blue-black one, and cough, So it's like a Grixis stick around those. And Baddiskull, and then it had a bunch of removal, like... I, I think we even played, like, three into the core main deck, which is, like, four mana... Destroyed Artifacts. Exile, Exile 2, oh, Artifacts. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's a crazy format. I ended up 10th, and... Uh, next mm-hmm. weekend was Nationals in Sweden. And then I, I remember I... Created my own decklist on the plane between China and Japan on like a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I landed, I could like ask for those cards. Like, And I built like a version of Callblade. It was before the bannings in standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could play with Jason Mind Sculpture, Selfish so Mystic. But I think I played with like a f- bit fewer lands, but also Kintaxian Probe main deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of cool list. And I came third there, which qualified me for Worlds in San Francisco. And at the end of all that, because I kind of stringed it all together, I became level six, I think, at the time. And that kind of just...
0: Level six was really good, right? I think there were like eight levels, so that level six is probably pretty good, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. It it was between uh, the old platinum and gold. So you, you, you got qualified for everything, but you also got like... 1200 dollars or whatever for showing up it was pretty pretty nice yeah and platinum at the time or level eight was like three thousand dollars or something of the equivalent. so and that kind of just made me continue to play every proto since i haven't been not qualified for anything Mm -hmm. ever since until recently i guess like this year
0: then you kinda shortly like, went like uh yeah. went like a proter finals into proter win or something, right? And then just like really put you on the map. Do you think yeah. you were playing like yeah. really, really well, or did you just like kinda got lucky? Like what do you think objectively?
1: I mean definitely both. I mean <laughs> I think you have to of course play really well, but you I mean when you play really well you give your chance more chances to be lucky. But you still have to get lucky in those chances. Can you just move you know? to the other
0: side again? Because like my my, yeah, my face true. is there on in the OBS, so like.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, no, what I was saying is, uh, uh, of course, I was lucky. Like, I don't imagine anyone winning much without being lucky. But if you play really well, you give your more, you give yourself more chances to be lucky, right? Yeah, that's just you, how it works. You you
0: you lost you in still? finals with the, with that Jeskai deck. Play. I, I want to ask yeah. about that. So you like played a it was like a control deck, but you also yeah. had like a Boris Charm in your deck. So like <laughs> I don't really like did, did you just wanted to like stick <laughs> to Revelation and then burn burn your opponent out, or like what was the plan?
1: <laughs> I mean the the the, the ideal was <laughs> that you had like Boros Reckoner in that deck, which was like the best card in the format uh, because. The format was based around Saito building a red-green Burning Tree Emissary aggro deck, mm-hmm. which kind of dominated previously to the Pro And um, Boris Reckoner was like the perfect card to answer those decks. And if you played Boris Reckoner, uh, you could also play Boris Charm to make it indestructible. And then if you give it lifelink with, like, Azuri Charm, uh, if it took damage, you could keep redirecting the damage to itself, mm-hmm. and since it was indestructible, it didn't die. And since it had life link, you gain life in all of those situations. So that's like the main reason why it was in there to have like this infinite life combo, and you could trigger it yourself with like pillar flame or sing, tearing uh, spear. Uh, but as you said, like most of the games that didn't happen. Most of the games it was like. Aggro control deck, you get in a bunch of damage, you sink Revelation, and then you just kill them with War Charm and stuff. I see. I, see. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember I had a match against Eric Froelich, like on D2, and was playing this like mid midrange deck and was try- really trying to play around the combo, like of beginning infinite life. Mm-hmm. So it was like a race. So, and I because I played one moment of heroism in my main deck, like in my <laughs> perspective. <laughs> what <the heck>? <laughs> <laughs> Wish I was a Tarvel card. Uh, but it kind of worked out because I, I I remember I went like, okay, I'll use plus two, plus two, my Boris Reckoner, give double strike and like attack for ten, life leak the hammer to race that way. So that's more of how it's played out more often, that like you became this kind of a Delver deck instead. And against the aggro decks, you had a really good defensive plan. Of like the infinite life combo, Pillar of Flame, bunch of removals, snap image borders reckoner, uh what's the one three called? Uh
0: Augur of Boss.
1: Yeah, Agur of Bolas, exactly. With Restoration Angel. So it, it could play really a a lot of many roles.
0: Yeah. Mm. So so then you won a pro tour with Monarad, and as you said, uh, you kind of like focused full time on Magic. Was that like a hard decision for you, or re- were you maybe like in the hype, of just like all this fame, and you just like wanted to keep you doing know, this? No, or...
1: it was a really is easy, easy decision at the time uh, for me because I, I've, you know, I wasn't really that focused on school at the time. I kind of wanted to play Magic more. Like I was kind of like dabbling through my first year. Like I was, you know. I I was getting passed, but barely, like in all my exams and I was playing magic a lot. I was still traveling a bunch, you know, Uh, so I'd already been thinking about going full time, but there wasn't like really a good reason to do it because I didn't really have the bank to do it. And uh, I I, I felt like I needed just a little bit more and like winning a pro tour certainly did that, you know. (laughs) Then you're like, okay, sure. I mean, if I'm ever going to do it, this is going to be the time. So, uh, even my mom, when I got home asked me immediately, like, Oh, are you, so are you going to play full time now? Like she just anticipated it and yeah, that's kind
0: of how it went. Do you regret that decision or you, you think it was fine?
1: I don't No, I, 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 the thing is like, I would never ever recommend playing paddock as full time as a viable career to anyone like Mm -hmm. especially now (laughs) there's no pro system uh but uh i think i'll i would definitely regret if i didn't do it and i think i've become like infinite experience richer like by doing it like traveling to all these countries you know been over 40 countries in the world met all this like really smart people that has influenced you and you've been able to get a bunch of contacts that are valuable in later life and uh yeah, I wouldn't trade it for a normal day job, uh, for sure. I would now, though, but <laughs> not, not then. And I'm not. Well, I think I'm the not, I
0: think the idea yeah. isn't necessarily that like you choose it as your career, but it's more like as you're saying, it's like a bridge to like other things later because you just get all the experience yeah. and you learn stuff. But I agree yeah, with I you that you you shouldn't really go for it in in like planning that you're gonna do it for 20 years. That's just.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's realistic. I think I had some hope that it. One, you know, one thing would lead into the another and I could like work in game design directly after doing Matic and stuff like that, because I always wanted to work in games, but it didn't exactly go like that. I, I still went back to school, you know, to finish my studies. And so um, it definitely gives you a lot of benefits, but I think the biggest benefit of all is just having, getting to travel and do all this crazy shit when you're young and <laughs> which is great. I, I think you... I mean, live life bubble, and then you can figure it out later, you know.
0: Okay, it was awesome talking with you today. Uh, before we wrap it up, maybe you want to tell people where they can find you on the internet if you want to.
1: Sure, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Joel Larson. Uh, I think I'm called 991 or something. And I don't really stream these days. I haven't done it for a while. So you should probably not look <laughs> me up there because I wouldn't expect any stream anytime soon. Uh, but you can find me there. Uh, there's all my, also my email there if you want to give me a job. In, if you just want to give, wanna me, give me money, you can, you, can, you
0: can email me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> give me a job, that's fine. I'm searching for a job right now. So, uh,
0: so yeah, that'd be good. Alright, if you guys like the video, please click on the like and subscribe button, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.